Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful Arsenio Buck Perspective, man. So grateful to be back. And again, today we're talking about bold thinking. Guys, when we talk about bold thinking, man, you know, a lot of people would say, man, of course for me, you know, I was just speaking about it with a friend, man. I did not come from, you know, um, a, a very good childhood, I guess you could say, you know, when I was back in the 90s. That was the only thing I really craved was for my parents to get along. And when I saw my parents get a, got along, it brought so much joy. But between 94 and 95 and going into 96, this is when they just wanted to just kill each other. Right. And 97, that was the breaking point. They ended up just wanting to kill each other to the point where my mom ended up just being taken away from me. My father, unfortunately, ended up getting full custody of us, but it was a beautiful process that I had to go through. So I didn't come from a perfect childhood, great schools. I wasn't perfectly made. But the thing is, you know, I've been blessed because everyone in my life, I, you know, I literally developed from that. If my father was any more of a father than he was, I probably wouldn't be here doing the most amazing things in my life right now. Right. And so. When I see opportunities, and it was very hard for me to see them in the midst of so much chaos, especially back in 2013, 2014, 2015, but I made improvement a way of life. And that's what you have to do, you know, bringing it back to you, you know, because a lot of people, I just don't feel like they're touching the rim of their potential, you know, um, it's, it's like, me on a consistent basis, you know, it's 4.33 p.m. Uh, between this, between now and like, you know, the last coaching classes that I have tonight, you know, I do my little personal development. I develop some, you know, some influence. I develop some guidance. I hurry up and, you know, um, you know, do a couple of ESL podcasts. I make some videos. I bang out a lot of things on my list. And, you know, I study something, daily reflection. It's all about just getting better. I sought out that clarity and I do it on a consistent basis. That's what you're going to have to do because, you know, exploring that inner and outer world, you will ultimately find that progress over time. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Bold thinking. You know, it's not something you are. It's you do things over time and you become more bold. You know, maybe more bold action. You know, I'm going to give you a couple ideas, obviously, to bold, uh, you know, boldness, but I think one of the biggest, boldest things I did was I stood my ground when I knew I was being disrespected at my job back in 2017. And guys, I literally moved to Bangkok and I thought I had a job already cemented. I was like, okay, I got this job cemented. I'm going to start my new job. I'm going to quit my job, give a one month notice. And then next thing you know, no, I didn't get a full-time job for another year and a half. And it was so difficult. I had to leave the country probably seven to eight times in one year in 2018. Although they were just, although they were one day trips and they were wonderful. I was still trying to find myself in the world, waking up with that uncertainty, that lack of clarity, that lack of confidence. Boy, if I did, if I did my uh, will of life and I could go back to them and I'm so excited about going back to them, especially in March, April, May, I'm going to be doing a lot of that coming up in the holiday season. But revealing a lot of who I was back then and how scared I was and uh, the uncertainty was unreal. You know, I was working for a couple of individuals, but with those two individuals who obviously I had quit last year in August, um, 
you know, one of them and the one that actually ended up just mouthing off at me. And I just said, bitch, you crazy. I quit the fuck out of here. I don't need you. You know, she was already not talking to me over over just be uh, just pettiness. And so I'm just like, you could only imagine because, man, if I had given up that job, who knows what would have happened during everything last year? I still remember I said, oh, my God, there are no more classes. There's no more nothing. I'm like, dude, what about my job? What about my money? You have no idea how terrifying that was being in a foreign country with no backup plan. Even if I was speaking to my mom at the time, there's no way she could support me. There's no way she could support me. And then that's when I made a decision to myself to be more bold, to take more action, to be more decisive, to take control of my life. Because I think there are too many people out there in the world right now who literally just let the circumstances of life control their life in its entirety. And so when I started doubling down on me and it all came in May, you know, I had a couple of big things that had happened in April and May, and I just threw all that money into the savings. And then from June, it began to build. And then July was amazing. Then August was pretty good. And now this month is beyond phenomenal. I could not believe this completely eclipses what had happened in July. And it's because, you know, my boldness, you know? See, the thing is, no one is bold unless they made a decision, made a difficult decision to start something, to start webinars, didn't know it was going to work, to start a podcast, didn't know it was going to work, to start a personal development podcast in which I was going to quit based on a bunch of fucking bullshit old dudes that I work with because they got all in their feelings. I was going to quit that. And if I did, I wouldn't be where I am today. You know, that bold move to end something, to end something that just simply isn't working anymore. To build that thing that a lot of people are probably showing you no support with. To move forward in your life. You know, how many people just stay in terrible jobs year after year? Should have made a decision back then, you know. Um, you know, there are probably a lot of people who are bosses that say, man, I wish I let that employee go. You know, I could have saved a lot of money, uh, you know, when I w- when I had a little bit sort of a VA because I didn't even know what her function was. And to be honest with you, I was like, man, I should have let her go a long time ago because I obviously did not know what the hell I wanted to do with her. And but I was scared. I was scared of how I would be viewed, you know, and I wasn't bold enough to make a decision. But I could tell you right now, you probably made five to 10 big decisions in regards to being bold. And by looking back at those journaling about them, you're going to see that you are a little bit bold. There are some things there. Man, I remember, oh, man, a bold move. I'm telling you, there were many bold moves last year. That, that had to be the boldest year of my life. And I think one of the biggest things was um, obviously quitting a job that was like 60% of my salary. And me say, you know what, to hell with every last one of y'all. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to allow you to speak to me in this way and work for you anymore. Get the fuck out of my face. You know, um, so many other people, obviously, previously, you know, in my life um, that, uh, you know, I just said, OK, enough is enough. You're ridiculous. I'm not feeling good. I'm completely distracted. I'm going to go home. I'm going to handle this. You stay the fuck out of my life. Another bold move was when I ended up like canceling another job because obviously there was a little racially influenced event that had happened where they gave a white teacher 
all the courses that I actually did the interview for. And then they came back around in July of last year and said, hey, we have a class near. And I blocked them. There were a lot of things that I needed to do that was bold, but also terrifying. But I knew it could be absolutely life transforming. And me taking control of my life and not having to rely on them. They, I, I blocked, I didn't block them before, but I got rid of them before until someone from Thailand who lived in Las Vegas for 10 years ended up looking out for me and gave me a couple of projects. And that's the only reason why I went back with him. And sure, okay, they, you know, they, they paid me, they didn't pay me what I was worth and they paid me late too. Never pay a man late. But when I canceled that job, I canceled those two women. I canceled a couple of relationships. That's when I started getting more clarity. And sometimes you're holding a lot of things. So what you need to do, people, first things first, okay? That is your decisiveness, right? You needing to make that decision to either start that thing, end that thing, build that thing, move forward with your life. The number two and that last one that I'm going to discuss with you right here is the needle move in action. And I think too often we get trapped in the admin of life. Admin immediately, okay, let me send this, let me do this, let me do that. And we're not focusing on what our thing is, our thing. The prolific quality output, our PQO. And so, yeah, sometimes in the morning I get thrown off. Okay, got to make coupons. Okay, got to send this. Okay, got to do this. Okay, got to do that. And I'm like, you know what? I could do so much better by having someone do this for me. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, Arsenio, just continue doing it. I'm just going to have to make sure that I focus on the next thing. And so it's like, okay, well, let, let, me, sure, let me make sure I commit 30, days, uh, 30 minutes a day to, you know, a little bit of research and do this and make sure I got this and make sure I got that. And it's really difficult because now I'm getting lots of students. But at the same time, a lot of my royalties are now paying me. You know, with the Malaysian guy and this other girl. And I'm like, damn, I just made literally $50 off something that I did long ago and I don't have to do anything else. See, that's called royalties. And that was something I wanted to create. If you were listening to my podcast, probably back in 2019 before COVID shut down when I was reviewing the whole Rich Dad Poor Dad book. But tiny little action steps. Now, remember, long term results, okay. Okay, but boldness means you're doing something big, right? So if you want to become a high performer, you need to focus on those needle movers. Okay, let me make it very easy for you. If you're doing five things that generate all revenue, why are you doing 500 things? I'm going to say that one more time. If there are five things that are actually generating revenue for you right now, why are you doing 500 other things? Now me, coaching, number one. Webinars, number two. Courses, number three. Teaching, number four. And then obviously, you know, the number five would be a couple other things. But I pretty much center my life around doing the things that do and make me money. And not only that, if I get the results, that brings me a hell of a lot of other people. And if someone's like, oh, I'm not sure. Do you have any of this or that? I'm like, hey, check this out. I got a webinar. Sometimes I offer it for free. Sometimes I don't, you know, it just depends how I feel. Right. But in saying that, you know, it makes me realize so many things like, like what makes the difference in a relationship? Right. It's like the time well spent, right. The adventure, the great conversations, not doing the household task and washing dishes. It's the experience that comes behind it. So what you have to do is 
really focus on those needle movers in all aspects, the real sharing, the real adventure, whatever you're doing should be like needle moving actions. And I think right now we're focusing on uh, our time on so many things that aren't moving the needle forward. And in order for you to get ahead, you're going to have to start doing the things that actually move that needle forward. Does that make sense, people? So again, focusing on the thing that you must do at all times. Like me, I should be videos. I should be doing, you know, audios. I should be doing this. I should be creating my course. But there are times that I'm like, oh, you know, I could totally give this to someone else. Now, do I, am I associated with the VA right now? No, I'm not, not yet. And I'm probably going to start off here in Thailand before I do anything else. And then after that, I'm going to expand a little bit more. But when it comes to needle moving, I focus on the next big thing. And once I finish with the TOEFL ITB course, obviously, I still got to like build a whole, you know, quite a few other things and stuff like that. It's the next one. Okay, what's next? Okay, what am I going to do after that? What am I going to do after that? I would like to start developing an application where people could book, you know, time slots to join classes. I was with one of my students online yesterday and she's like, Arsenio, towards the end, she's like, you know what, you know, all, you know, all my friends were wondering, you know, how this today would go. And I was so excited and da, 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 da. And she's like, I would like to get a group of five of my friends together. And I'm like, see, that's called group coaching. I did group coaching before in the beginning of March with a couple of Brazilians. Right. And the thing is, they weren't like they weren't like heavily invested in anything. They just felt like, OK, I'm going to take my toe, uh, you know, this and then with this, I'm going to be able to do this. But now that I have so many things that really benefit students and I'm continuing to create. Um, you know, I'm like, OK, group coaching. It's this price, okay, five people. You can focus on listening. We can focus on this. This is going to be our text. I have to focus every single step of the way. You know, one of the Puerto Ricans, I never thought she was going to come back, to be honest with you. Um, to be honest, like, I thought, you know, the Mexican would come back before her or another Brazilian. Hell, I thought even, like, the two businesswomen who have just been, like, you know, who I told you guys about probably at the beginning of July. It's a long time ago already. And I thought they were going to, you know, give me, you know, they were going to be my two students. And then I was going to work at their company. It was just all bullshit. A bunch of hot air. But at the same time, my Puerto Rican, my Boricua, my own people, she ended up coming back and boom, she paid a lump sum. I remember when I woke up at 3 a.m. this morning and I had an additional 300 just like that. And I said, see, this is what I've always wanted. You know, making money off webinars and doing this and doing that. I absolutely see exactly what I am trying to achieve in my life. And so I have to continue focusing on, obviously, the next big thing. But man, to see what has happened over the past couple of weeks, I am absolutely ecstatic about what's happening. It's because I focus more on the things that generate everything and generate the more joy, the more happiness, the more this. And this is exactly what you have to start doing. Make those with those two bold, uh, being more decisive and focusing on those needle movers. It's time for you to start journaling and start figuring out what's your next big move. I'm your host as always, over and out.